This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very good Monday morning to Marlins Nation. Thanks for rewinding with us. The Marlins get swept out of Atlanta, lose 6-3 yesterday as the Marlins now fall to 48-37. and 37. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Yeah, a really rough weekend in Atlanta has concluded for the Miami Marlins on this Sunday at Truist Park. This is the 10th inning show with Gabby Sanchez. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Marlins were just swept for the second time this season in 2023, and for the second time it came at the hands of these scorching hot Atlanta Braves who pick up three games over the Marlins in the National League East. We started this series on Friday. Marlins were six games out of first place, and they end the weekend nine games out of first. And, Gabby, this is a ball game today, Alcantara versus Strider. Wouldn't necessarily say that part lived up to the billing, uh, the Braves' offense. <laughs> However, it did again. You know, they're incredible. Even what felt like a slower day for them at the plate, they still pound out six runs on nine hits. Yeah, I, I mean, we, for Sandy, I, I don't think that you can be upset with the game that he had uh, he did give up the four runs in the five innings but they only really got five hits off of them unfortunately they were able to compile that into that one inning where they ended up scoring three against him um it's just the we always go back to the Braves offense they're just relentless yep they keep coming they keep you know making pitchers and, and you know just crushing every mistake that a pitcher makes and and usually you would see that, and it's, you know, two or three guys maybe on the team, and, and okay, fine. It's just one through nine. Every single guy is coming up. Every single guy is getting big hits. I mean, you even look at their catching situation. You know, Murphy comes in, and he's been raking, and then you're like, okay, we're going to go to our backup guy in Darno, and he's the one that gets the big two-run home run there to really solidify this game in the eighth inning. It's just the team. That team right now is just—they're hot. The Braves are hot. You have to understand that. But all in all, you look at—you know—where the Marlins are right now. You look at the road trip that they had, and they went three and three. That's kind of what you wanted. If they went two and three in Boston, and then one and two against the Braves, you would say that was a good road trip. Just because you got swept, it doesn't make it a bad road trip at all. You left home. You are looking at it, and when Skip talks, he says you want to play 500 on the road. It's exactly what they did. Now you got to go back home. You're playing against the Cardinals. Now, here's the thing. Even though the Cardinals are in last place in that central, they're still the Cardinals. They still have really good players on their team. They can still play this game at a high level. So you got to go out there. you got to get the job done against them. And then you have the Phillies coming in right before the All-Star break. So if you look at the schedule that they have right before the All-Star break, if you're able to have another winning homestand, which is what you're looking for, you know, you're going into the All-Star break with a team that could be 12, 13, 14 games right. over 500. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I think perspective is key, and the hope now is that the Marlins just turn the page. Turn the, turn page. the page after what happened this weekend. Exactly. That's what you got to do. As a team, you have to do that. you got to yeah. understand that that team right now is just red hot. They're right. clicking on all cylinders. They went 20-4 and four in the month of June. They're, they haven't been beat so far in July. Yep. They've got a really good ball club. Yeah. Forget about it. Turn the page and get after it when you get home. All right, buddy. It's always fun working with you, and we will be sure to do it again soon. Absolutely. All I right. Think we got the Phillies together. Yes, we do indeed. That's Gabby Sanchez and Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ball game this afternoon. No score until the top of the second inning. Uh, the Marlins struck first in this ball game. Jesus Sanchez singled the lead off the second. He was erased on a fielder's choice. Joey Wendell was at first base with one out. Gene Segura singled, and that set the table for Jonathan Davis. And Davis swings, hits a double play ground ball, out behind the bag at second. Albee steps on the bag at second for one throw to first is awful. It is past Olsen, a run's going to score, and the Marlins have a 1-0 lead. That is the and that after a bunt single for the second time in his career by Jacob Stallings, Luis Arise kept the party going in the second. And they're making Spencer Strider work here in the second. Here's a swing and a line drive hit right. Feel the base knock for a rise. A double into the corner. Acuna's trying to track it down. Jody Reed is going to stop Jacob Stallings at third. It's a double for a rise that plates Jonathan Davis. And the Marlins have a 2-0 lead here in the second. Now, unfortunately, the Marlins would not find a whole lot more offense this afternoon, and the Braves did, and that would start in the bottom of the second inning. Nobody on one out, Orlando Arcia facing Alcantara. Alcantara working on him, and here's the pitch, and that is swung on and blasted in the air center field. Davis is going back out of the warning track, looking up, and it's gone. Sandy Alcantara just got a new baseball from the home plate umpire, Jim Wolf before Arcia hit the bag at first. For Arcia, it's his seventh of the season. And now it's a 2-1 Marlins lead here in the second. And it would stay that way until the bottom of the fifth inning this afternoon. Alcantara, after the home run, would actually go on to retire nine consecutive Atlanta Braves. That was until the one-out single by Michael Harris, the second in the fifth inning. He stole second, went to third, all-in-one play on an E2, and Harris would score on a wild pitch. First pitch, or the next one, goes to the backstop, and the tying run is going to score. It was a changeup that snuck underneath the glove of Stallings. I think it's going to be a pass ball. Doesn't matter. This is a 2-2 game. And then after a walk to Ronald Acuna Jr., Ozzie Albies gave the Braves the lead for good. First pitch, he stays put, and the pitch to Albies is swung on, hit high in the air, right field to his left is Soler, back onto the warning track, looking up at the wall, and it's gone. Two-run bomb for Ozzie Albies, and just like that, the Braves have a 4-2 lead. It was a three-run, two-hit, one error. Bottom of the fifth inning for Atlanta. They had a 4-2 lead, but the Marlins would get a little bit closer, facing A.J. Minter in the top of the seventh inning. A rise pulled the Marlins to within one. 0-1 oh, pitch, line drive towards the gap, left center field on the run. Rosario not going to get it. It's a base hit for a rise. Throw comes back in towards second. Fortes is safe. Scoring is Jonathan Davis. And all of a sudden, this is a 4-3 game here in the top of the seventh inning. And Jorge Soler struck out to end the further threat in the seventh. It was 4-3 going to the bottom of the eighth. Andrew Nardion for the Marlins. He struck out Austin Riley, allowed a double with one out to Matt Olson, and then Travis Darno put this game on ice. Here's Travis Darno who swings and hits a ball in the air to right field with authority. Soler's racing back. He's looking up, and it's gone. 
for Travis Darno. It's his seventh home run of the season. It's a two-run shot for the Braves here for the eighth inning, and they lead six to three. And that's how this ball game would end this afternoon for the Marlins. Three runs, eight hits, one error, six men left on base. And for the Atlanta Braves, six runs, nine hits, one error. They leave five men on base. Strider, the winning pitcher, now 10-2 this season. He's now won six straight decisions. Alcantara's back into the loss column for the Marlins. He's now 3-7. Rysel Iglesias with his 14th save of the season for Atlanta. Total time of game this afternoon, 2 hours and 32 minutes in front of another sold-out crowd of 40,932 at Truist Park on this hot and steamy summer Sunday afternoon here in Atlanta. With the victory, the Braves are now 56-27 and 27 and near 30 games over 500, and they've got a nine-game cushion in the National League East. The losing team, the Marlins, are now 48-37. and 37. They return home exactly how they left it last Sunday, 11 games over 500. For the Miami Marlins this afternoon on the mound, they punched out eight, and that means that $200 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say following the 6-3 loss to the Braves. Skip, obviously you never want to get swept, nevertheless, against your division rivals, but a little bit of a closer game today. What did you like maybe about the way the guys battled in this one compared to the first two? I think it just shows that we have to play better baseball to compete against a team like that. Um, got exposed on the bases. We made base running mistakes, um, a couple defensive miscues, and um, you know we just couldn't... Um, couldn't catch up after you know a couple mistakes and, and that's going to happen against really good teams so um yeah we got our butt kicked this weekend for sure um but overall good road trip and i um, looking forward to get back home what adjustment did strider make against you guys after the first two innings you guys tagged him for a couple i think he's just a really good pitcher and he good pitchers make adjustments and he, he you know he threw the ball at the top of the zone um we were really good at um, laying off of that at the first couple times and then um, he went to the slider a little bit more. Changeup was good. Um, you know, we had some just weak contact on the ground that um, happens against the good pitchers because they keep it off the barrel. Um, but I thought we put together some good at-bats overall against him and a much better time this time than last time we faced him. Jazz with the oblique strain, I think it was. Um, what's the level of concern strain. there? And soreness. Soreness, sorry, soreness. Um, what's the level of concern there, and when, when did that happen? Concerned, yeah. I mean, anytime someone grabs their side, you're concerned. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens after. He obviously did that during the at-bat, so we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow and, you know, if he gets imaging or whatever happens tomorrow testing. But, um, yeah, anytime someone grabs their side, you're concerned. And tough to see that, especially since just came back this week and was producing since he got back. Yeah, you don't want to see it with anybody. So, um yeah, he, he was feeling good at the plate. Um, he definitely changes the lineup, and um, defense is really good. Base running, obviously, he changes the game as well. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. What did you see, I guess, the approach from the Braves against Sandy, getting that pitch count up pretty high? Yeah, they let off, laid off some tough pitches. Um, hit the two-seamer uh, today um, when they needed to. I think got exposed on the bases a couple times again. Um, that might have hurt him. Um, overall, I thought he did okay, just high pitch count, um, which cost him. That's why he only went five. But um, overall, I thought he did okay. Um, but, you know, probably you ask him, he's probably not happy with it. But I thought it was a better start and um, just exposed on the bases. That cost him a couple times. You touch on this at the top, but when you do get swept, what can you learn about your team in a series like this, whether it's 
what it takes to beat a team like the Braves or how you hope the team responds as, as you guys go back home for their final home uh, state Yeah, break. I don't know if it's as much as us. Is That's a really good team um, that we faced, and, and they're really hot right now, and they beat up on us, and that's just kind of what happens when certain teams are really hot at certain times of the year. And, um, you know, we felt really good coming into this series. Um, they just beat us. They beat us three times. And, you know, I don't think we made too many mistakes the first two days. Today, a couple mistakes. Um, but, you know, they capitalize on your mistakes. And the lineup is really long and deep and um, tough to na- navigate through. And, um, you know, our, our hitting was, you know, I think okay. Wasn't great. Um, but I think, you know, overall three and three against Boston and, and the Braves on this road trip, um, going home, I think I would have signed up for that going into this, uh, on, onto this road trip. All right. Sandy Alcantara went five innings, gave up five hits and four runs, punched out six. Let's hear what Sandy had to say after the start. Hey. Sandy, obviously one of the best, if not the best lineup in this league, um, how big of a challenge is it facing them? Uh, first of all, I want to say thanks God for keeping me healthy during the game. I mean, they are great now, you know. They, they've been winning a lot of games, you know. So we just came here with positive mentality, tried to win some games too, you know, but that, that can happen. What's the biggest difficulty with the way they battle against not just you, but any pitcher they face? Remember that pitch count. Since day one, they, they've been aggressive, you know, against us, again, all pitchers, you know. But we know it. We just got to keep positive, you know, get to Miami tonight, you know, try to, to not think about it, you know, and try to, to win the next couple games that we have before the break. Skip said he thought your outing today was okay, obviously facing a great lineup. How would you evaluate this one? Um, I want to say um, bad. You know, I want to say bad, you know, because we lost, you know, again, one of the, the team that we always want to win, you know. So, well, we got we to gotta keep positive. Sandy, you've been around for a few seasons. The Braves have had your guys' numbers. At this point, obviously, they're very talented, but it's also a little bit of a mental thing where you guys can't get over that hump to beat them consistently. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that is, uh, like you say, mental. You know, but we just came here with positive mentality. But I mean, everything changed when we got outside on the field. You know, so like I said, we gotta keep doing what we're doing. You know, keep batting against any team. You know, and keep winning the game. Oh, the two, oh God. Uh, the two home runs that you gave up just was it mislocation? How would you evaluate the two pitches that were thrown, the Arcia and Albies? Uh, you said it. You know, bad, bad location. You know, try to to go there with my best pitch. You know, and just me right there in the middle. And then just obviously, I guess the margin of error. Strider's one of the better pitchers this season. Going head to head, knowing probably you you didn't have much room to like, I guess miss a pitch or so. Uh, you say he's great, you know what I mean? I mean, he, he attacked the hitter. Doesn't matter what team that he had to face, you know what I mean? Great talents, you know what I mean? Great guy who like to compete like me. So, but I mean, we we just got bad luck today. You know? And the, the last couple today, we got back low, you know, and they just win the game. Thanks, Andy. We are right back at it. We've got a seven-game homestand before the All-Star break. We've got four with the St. Louis Cardinals starting tonight, a 6:40 first pitch at Lone Depot Park, which means I've got Marlon Dondek at 6:10. As always, we hope you can join us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. Some Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.